goes in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. You know how like in the classic horror trope is that people will do something and it'll haunt them forever. Like the, mm. the plot of, you know, uh, It Follows, mm-hmm, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Occasionally my old life comes back to haunt me. Ooh. Is this, is this about the time you shat on the Commonwealth Bank? Doorstep? <laughs> that wasn't a professional thing. That was oh. that was purely recreational. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no, because no, uh, many, many, many years ago now, 15 odd years ago now, I used mm-hmm. to be professional. I used to have a proper career. I used to wear suits. I used to get my hair cut regularly. Wasn't this also the height of your alcoholism? Ironically enough, it was. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, like, it's, it's, yeah. like, it's like Tesla shares. As soon as yeah. I started taking shit seriously, it just dived. Just, just went all downhill. Yeah, yeah, I got sober and started losing jobs because I started being honest with my employers. I see, that's never, never be honest with an employer. No, that's the biggest problem. They're never prepared for the truth. They can't handle <laughs> the truth. But occasionally I still get people reaching out to me from that old world. Mm-hmm. And someone's just asked me to hand over, a, you know, politely have just asked me to hand over a phone number that they presume I have. Mm. They want the deputy premier's phone number. <laughs> because someone they know wants to speak to this person on a personal level. Which I'm guessing is this person maybe wants to ask said politician out. Oh my God, you're being used as... The go-between because somebody wants to root a politician. Am I wing-manning? Yeah. I'd have to, be, I'd have to call it left-wing manning because they're a <laughs> Labor government here in South Australia. But, <laughs> but for Americans, like, this, is, like, someone, this is the equivalent of somebody wanting the deputy governor's yeah. phone number. Yeah. Well, def- have we learnt nothing else? Deputy governors need love too. <laughs> they certainly do, especially those <laughs> Canadian ones who do more fucking coke than Chris Farley. But just to set the record straight, I do not have the Deputy Premier's phone number. <laughs> and if I did, eh, I wouldn't be struggling to... You'd be tapping that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're here announcing? I wouldn't be struggling to sell tickets to a 100-seat venue. That's if I had that kind of power. Ah, no, you know what? And never that is not about the quality of your show. That is about the quality of people who haven't bought tickets. I hear everyone who's bought a ticket to your show is an absolute fucking legend. Everyone else on this planet who hasn't is a cunt. Absolutely. And when did you buy yours? Today. <laughs> I still bought it. Yes, you did. Thank it's you refundable, much. all right? So don't fucking <laughs> so start this shit. No, we're like that that um, FTX fucking Bitcoin trading company. We're just funneling our own funds around <laughs> just, just between each shows. other. And <laughs> Well, the sex tape, that that can never come out. Oh, my God. Look, in my defense, this was like, this was the first time I've had like $11.62 in a couple of weeks. And I used my last $11.62 to buy a ticket to your show. Thank you. So, you fucker. How bad is it? Because I set the ticket price at $10. Yeah. Eventbrite then chucks on that another dollar sixty two. Yeah, and then when they pay it out, they slug me a dollar a ticket on the way out. No, and fucking Taylor Swift complains about Ticketmaster. Oh my god, you're getting fully spit roasted by Ticketmaster. I am, yeah. Oh my god, but anyway, for the listeners out there, and for anyone who wants to fly in, is thinking, oh, you know what, <laughs> I want a holiday, I want to get away. Tell us where and when 
is your and by the way i've bought the ticket like a month in advance so shut the fuck up i, I know I know. God. Thank you. Tell it. Tell everyone where you'll be so they can avoid it. I uh, mean, <laughs> so I'm recording. I'm recording an hour of stand up at Low Life Bar, which is downstairs at the world famous Rhino Room Comedy Club, Adelaide. Excellent. December nineteen. It's an early show, mm-hmm. so we're starting at. We're, well, doors are open at five thirty, and we're starting at six. Oh, because then we're all heading upstairs for the end of year. What we call Laugh Lab, which is yeah, one yeah. of our open mic nights. We're having a we're having a fucking party up there. Oh, shit's going to get real. The last thing you need is drunk comics around sober comics. Drunk and... amateur comics. Ooh. Oh, two words. Me too. Louis C.K. <laughs> it's three words. Ah, oh, is, he, is he in prison? No, that's right. He's somewhere accepting a Grammy. Yeah, no, he's very much uncancelled. <sighs> Not by me. No. Not by me. I can hear him. Cringing in his boots. <laughs> oh my god! Look, I uh, I might be a little bit stiff and sore today. I went to the Froth and Fury Festival tomorrow. Yesterday, so I don't even know which day it was. I got in my time machine later tonight, <laughs> and we'll go back to tomorrow today. Um, froth, Froth and Fury Festival. It was at it was at a brewery, the Pirate oh. Life Brewery. It was a combination of uh, heavy metal, uh, headline act, ale storm, pirate heavy metal rock. (laughs) Excellent. And they did not disappoint. No, they're great. Yeah. Oh, my God. They were absolutely amazing. And I think I've actually pulled a muscle because I couldn't lay on my side. Yesterday, because I was like, ah, my chest and my titties hurt. Ah, is this is this a heart attack? I don't know what this is. Did some pirates dock in Tortuga? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, and my back is sore as well. I don't know. I just don't think I've I've partied like it's 1999 in a while. Since it was 1999. Yeah. Oh my god. And can I say because because I'm the world's biggest idiot. Like drinking rum and coke at an Ailstorm gig yeah. has been on my bucket list for years now. Hang on, I thought you were doing no cafe in November. And we come to the fact oh. that before I found out my friend had bought me a ticket to said event for my birthday, which was back in February. Yeah. It was surprising me because I'm pov at the moment. Yeah. Um, surprised me. After I announced that I was signing up <laughs> to give up all caffeine for the month of November to raise funds for Dementia Australia because dementia can fuck off. And your friend forgot. And no, no, she had bought the ticket in February. <laughs> oh, okay. And then I signed up like in October and she was like, no. <laughs> and so we're like, oh God, that's all right. That's all right. So we got like, we got nicely drunk beforehand. Shit faced. Yeah, you got a preload. Yeah, we got shit faced. Uh, oh my god, it was thirteen dollars a can there. Oh, Jesus. at a brewery of beer, like beer was thirteen dollars a can. Yeah, beer, spirits, everything was just thirteen dollars. Fuck that! I knew. So, and I'm like, oh my god, but I'm like, I don't want to drink beer all night, you know. So I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. We were in my friend's place. We'd been drinking um, red skin vodka and lemonade. Because they said they were going to have vodka and lemonade there. So I'm like, I can keep on drinking like a pirate. We got there. They'd sold out of all the lemonade. The only drinks, the vodka and lemonade. Because I think they were like, oh, we'll get a six pack in in case a girl shows up. Yeah, well, it is a heavy metal show. Yeah. So they had sold out of all of them. And every other drink that they had left, like out by the band, 
all had cola in it. Oh, no. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. Except the beer. Oh, so I had to just emotionally drink, drink, drink like a pirate. (laughs) Things I do. Like a pirate giving up on his fundraising. (laughs) (laughs) No, but no, like an idiot, um, I stuck to it and did not submit. Uh, Good work. I can see my dad up in heaven calling me a dickhead and I should be getting on it. But no, I didn't. And I'm like, God damn it. And then by the end of the night, I had like, I think I'd sobered up a little bit. Yeah. Just in time to recognize a guy that I'd once rooted. Did you? Come up and start talking to me. And I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) (sighs) I really wish I'd given up and just drunk the rum and coke right now. If you kept drinking, you might have had round two. Oh, no. No, I'd been there, set sail on that ruby princess. Oh, no. No, thank you. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Any other highlight bands? Um, (laughs) Just for their name, um, Nicholas Cagefighter. That's pretty good. Yeah. What about King Parrot? No. Didn't like him? I don't know. Were they there? Yeah. Oh, Okay. I might have missed that. We did miss some of the bands because we were we were going to preload and then we were having such a good time preloading. Yeah. Ironically, just singing Ailstorm and drinking. <laughs> we may have missed some of the bands. I've missed many great bands at music festivals that way. Yeah. But we were all about Ailstorm and we managed to get there for Ailstorm and they did not disappoint. Excellent. Oh, my God. But yeah, so, you know, highs and lows of the evening. Highs and lows of the evening. Very good. Yeah, it was, it was very good. And then, oh, rather <laughs> unexpected. Hmm. Um, Ghost of Dick's past. Oh, my God. Yes, seriously. <laughs> Dragging oh. his chain past you. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, I'll be a better person. I get it, universe. I get it. <laughs> oh, my God. But you know what? It's so weird. Speaking of dudes that you don't want to bump into. Oh, okay. That totally brings us. To the topic of the week. Excellent. Would you believe? I would. Oh, my God. And we have to announce, on a side note, we have actually, we've got an email address. Whoa. So, if anyone wants to send us an email, give us feedback, point out when we're wrong, tell John he's wrong, any suggestions for a show, anything you want to say to us, you can... I don't even get dick pics anymore. Oh, if you want to send John some dick pics, send them at the John Brooks... Um, oh my god, it was so hard. I because I was trying to like come up with the things. I was I wanted to call it I Love Wood. Um, taken. Of course it's taken. I wanted to take Love Wood. Taken. <laughs> I love woods. I love so many combinations of loving wood. I thought I was just gonna be like the police were gonna like A lot of carpenters got in before you. Oh bloody carpenters. Bloody thanks, Jesus. <laughs> So the only thing that I could find that no one had taken, and I can't believe nobody hadn't taken it. So if you want to, if you got anything you want to say to us, you can drop us a line at realmothmen at gmail.com. Oh, that's that's a really good name for our Patreon. Yeah. People, oh, the real mothmen. Real mothmen. There you go. So there we go. So anything you want to say to us? Realmothmen at gmail.com. Unless you want to tell me that I look like a four foot Asian man. Then, He's a very talented comic, the one that you were compared to. <laughs> Realmothmen at gmail.com. That's not what they were comparing and you know it, all right? Oh. That's realmothmen at gmail.com. 
Oh, my God. Okay, so this week, oh, we're going to look at some very questionable fellows. Okay. A pair of very questionable brothers. I might have gone to school with them. Oh, okay. See if this rings a bell. Okay. Muhammad Arif Ali. No. And Muhammad Farman Ali. No. Just before we go any further, are we literally going into MAGA country right now? I will not be doing an accent. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Are we are we like about to unleash a fucking Islamophobic fucking tirade here? Or? Well, no, no, because it's uh, this is nothing against the people of Pakistan. This is against two people. Two dudes. Of, two okay. dudes. Okay. And the, let's just say the people of Pakistan were not happy. Good. Okay. Okay. Great cricketing nation. I love Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, what was that guy who used to be the head of their, like, used to play the cricket? Imran Khan. Hot. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Jemima Khan. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Get on that. Um, unlike Muhammad Arif Ali and Muhammad Farman Ali, Pakistan cannibals. Oh. Ah, yeah. Look, I could say this all began in 2011, but that would not be the absolute truth. Okay. This may be when the first reported act occurred. But the psychology used to motivate these brothers stretches much further back. And whilst we may never know the full story of these brothers' descent into the macabre, any blanks could hardly explain the motivation, urge or desire to carry out such tasteless acts. Okay. In this week's episode of Muhammad Arif Ali and Muhammad Farman Ali, Pakistan Cannibals. Or, new twist on this season of The Bachelor. Oh. Or, takeouts and takeaways. Oh, God. Please don't, please don't make any Uber Eats jokes. <laughs> don't tell me how to live. <laughs> I'm totally bleeping out what I said earlier. <laughs> The two brothers were raised on their family farm located near the small town of Dara Khan, which sits on the western fringe of the Punjab area, 200 kilometres south of the capital. Okay. The family was not wealthy, but rich enough to own their land and their small farm. Okay. The area being... Extremely arid, it was not a thriving farm, more a mishmash of goats and small maize and sugarcane plantations. Okay. Just on a very small scale. Yeah. The brothers lived there with a sister who was mentally disabled and their father. A local resident would go to school with one of the brothers, would tell reporters that growing up, Farman Ali was not the monster he would grow up to become. Okay. He, uh, quote, he was intelligent and studied science in the 10th grade, whereas I was just an ordinary student who went for humanities. But after the 10th grade, he gave up studies and became increasingly secluded. Secluded, sorry. Yeah. We seldom saw each other after that. Okay. Fucking people and their arts degrees. I love it how he's just like, I now I understand why we shouldn't eat people. <laughs> <laughs> it's given me the emotional intelligence to understand why. Yeah. Aren't we all just Big Macs? <laughs> Cogito ergo some fries with that. <laughs> the ironic 
emptiness of the happy meal in the <laughs> modern society. Uh, both of the brothers would go on to marry two women early. Yeah. And a child arrived for each man. But the wives and children would quickly disappear. Oh. But that would seem to hardly phase the brothers who would completely succumb to the spell of a man labelled throughout the area as a sorcerer. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) I just picture a man in a pointy hat and a cape just walking around Pakistan. It's the tropics. (laughs) Just sorcerer. You're not going to walk around looking like Gandalf. But that's part of his magic, how he can wear the felt hat and the cape in that heat. He's looking more like the mural on the side of a Chevy van (laughs) is what he's looking like. Okay, we are picturing two very different sorcerers here. I think you're just picturing gold chains, open shirt. No, I'm thinking Conan the Barbarian style murals on the side of a van. Ah, oh, but he's a sorcerer. The sorcerer's never doesn't look like Conan. They look like the little dude. What was his name? You know. I can't remember. Oh, uh, uh, he. Uh, we talked about this. You know, there was that period where, you know, Hollywood just had like two Asian guys. Yeah. Well, not that Asian guy, the other Asian guy. Mickey Rooney. <laughs> the other Asian yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not what I'm picturing at all. Yeah. If you actually, if you really want a depressing watch, because, yeah. hey, that's the kind of person I am, I'll recommend you something depressing. Mm. Uh, there's a documentary that came out in the late 90s called Mythbusters. Uh-huh. Uh, not nothing not to, to be confused. Not to be confused with Jamie Heineman and those and the other guy and Adam Savage. Heineman. I always call him Heineman. Because <laughs> he busted your myth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about these two guys who are scientists and they travel around rural India and Pakistan mm. um, challenging the faith healers and shaman and you know basically mm-hmm. the, the guys that get around like Sai Baba putting ash in your hands and saying they can cure stuff. Okay. And it's so depressing because they, in order to demonstrate that these people can't cure cobra bites and things like that, yeah. they need to demonstrate that they can't do it. So, yeah, things happen. Oh. But basically people turn on these guys who've been taking their money all along and just like chase them out of town with cricket bats and shit. It's great. <laughs> well, I, is, didn't something quite similar just happen to Dr. Oz in the US? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vote one, John Fetterman. Yeah. <laughs> Chased out of Florida. <laughs> oh, Lord. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I knew it was somewhere. Uh, the, this sorcerer was well known in the community as he had been caught by locals some years earlier... Caught in the act. Oh, God. What do you think he was caught in the act of? Well, if he's anything like the sorcerer I knew back in Port Pirie. Oh, my God. You're such a... When I say sorcerer, I mean a guy in his early 20s who was prepared to go to the bottle shop for us to buy alcohol. How did anyone not know you would become like an alcoholic? I don't know. <laughs> Drug problem, John? I know. There were no early signs. Literally nothing but... <laughs> there was nothing but early signs. Yeah. Oh... <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah, come on. What do you think he was? What he? What was he caught in the act of doing? He fucked something he shouldn't have. That's a good guess. Yeah, it's a good guess. He might have been about to, as he was caught in the act of attempting to steal a human corpse from its grave. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I'll just fish one out the Ganges, dude. I imagine he just when they like found him, he was just like ah, and puff of smoke. <laughs> like Batman. And then you just see the top of his felty hat running through a bush. <laughs> of course, um, the Ganges is in India, not Pakistan. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, insensitive. So caught in the act, trying to steal human corpse. Not yeah. good. No. Not good. The man eluded capture at the time. Again, just a fucking bat disappears. <laughs> oh. Oh. But some unknown time later, he had returned to the area and the brothers became his willing students. That's amazing. Hey? Farmer? I mean, if you, the only thing that you know about a guy is that he once was trying to dig up a quartz and he's got a felt hat. That's not really... You're like, oh, that's someone I want to meet. It's Kanye West. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, without the sneaker deal. <laughs> That's Kanye. Kanye. He doesn't have one either anymore. Yeah, I know. Uh, Farman Ali would later admit to police that uh, they would get together with the sorcerer and, quote, certain verses of the Quran were written in reverse as a way of casting a spell oh, on their neighbour. Good God. What's your neighbour ever done? I know. Why is it always going to be backwards? I know. Like, what? oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's got to be something more like spooky and advanced yeah. than ooh, backwards. I'll never figure this shit out. Yeah, oh my God, he used a mirror. Oh, my. But that's still like the whole, it's like, oh my God, it's the Antichrist. Literally just upside down. <laughs> that's Mr. Squiggle. Really? That's the best you can do? We turned my crucifix upside down. <laughs> so well sort of settling of the house. Like I'm not that impressed. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So the sorcerer had told his disciples for the spell to be truly effective. So just writing. Yeah. Okay. The Quran backwards is not enough for the spell. Okay. Yeah. If you want it to be really, really powerful. Yeah. To be truly effective, then that was down to the brothers. Ah. And if they could do these two things. To spice it up. Okay. So I'm guessing this is a jump from writing some shit backwards. <laughs> well, yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. Varying degrees. One, remain unclean. Okay. Okay. So no bathing, no taking care of yourself, no moisturizing, you know. Okay. It's gross, but... Gross, but yeah. I don't I don't know what this is gonna do for the effectiveness of a spell, but sure, okay. It might annoy your neighbours. Everyone knows you're gonna be stanking to <laughs> wield magic. <laughs> oh my god, I know a couple of sorcerers then down by the train station. <laughs> sorcerers on the bus mad, every day. Yeah, mad powers. So one, remain unclean. Yeah. Okay, that seems that seems doable. Yep. Okay. Number two, eat human flesh. Oh, there's the fucking Apple terms and conditions that no one reads. There's <laughs> little, the fine print. Little escalation. Wow. Little escalation. So you're sitting there, you're like, oh, okay, okay I can be dirty for a week. Okay, yeah, sure. It's okay. just... Right backwards, <laughs> stink, eat human flesh. Ooh. Oh. Okay. I think there's a few problems with that. The first thing is, if you are that unclean, no human being is going to let you clean enough to eat them. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, Maybe that's what the magic is. <laughs> they will lose their sense of smell. <laughs> Police later tracked down the two women who had married, been married to the brothers, luckily. The women said that the brothers were both lazy. 
They did not want to work and never did any. Okay. They said that both of the brothers would beat them and that the brothers would lock the women and their babies in the house whenever the brothers left. They're complete pair of pieces of shit. Now, hear me out. <laughs> okay, all uh, all complaint emails can be sent at realmothmen at gmail.com. Are they controlling misogynist bastards? Mm. Or are they just keeping their food fresh? <laughs> Realmothmen at gmail.com. Please market attention, John, um, so I can just forward them straight away. You call it a prison, I call it a fridge. Yeah. I'll uh, feel free to attach your own red flags to that <laughs> or I can attach them um, in the email. By now, red flags, do you mean dick pics? I'm going to I'm going to guess no, they were just pieces of shit. I'm guessing just pieces of shit. Yeah, because all of this behavior was actually going on before they met the sorcerer. Oh, okay. So, you know, we can't blame the sorcerer for everything. They're just pieces of shit. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they would lock them in the house whenever the brothers left. But this started to usually happen at odd hours of the night. Oh. So the women made a plan and fled from the brothers with their small children and went into hiding, never seeing the brothers ever again. Rock on, ladies. Rock the fuck on. At least, though, you could know safely they're leaving the house, they're not going to cheat on you because they smell so bad. <laughs> You wouldn't care. They're such pieces of shit. Like, please, honestly, find someone else and fuck (laughs) off. Oh, my God. You'd be filling in their Tinder profile for them. He last walks on the beach. Just get him the fuck out of my house. Riding backwards. (laughs) And not bathing. (laughs) I like finishing Satan's sentences. I like walking on the beach. Definitely not going into the water. Just walking well away from the water. Oh, my God. And eating human flesh. (laughs) Uh, Two years later, in April of 2011, 24-year-old Syra Parveen would sadly pass after losing her battle with throat cancer and was buried in a local cemetery. Fuck, that's young to get throat cancer. Mm. That's Mm. nasty. 100 a day, maybe? Oh, no, probably more likely... Pollution. Pollution and you know, probably having to do some horrible manual labour thing where you've got to use your mouth to hold something. Yeah. They're like a lot of those dudes in China that get fucking problems from the cashew nuts and stuff. What? What's with oh, the cashew nuts? Just The world is such a horrible place. You just don't want to know. As I, as, as I, as I push my vegan cashew nut cheese away, what's with the cashews? Should I know? What's happening with cashews? Oh, the, the, the women in, um, in parts of India, Pakistan and China... Mm. Because they have to shell cashews by hand. And cashews have got a toxic compound in them. Really? Yeah, yeah. You've got to treat them properly. You can't just eat them. And, and, yet- t- and take a note, cashews and women. <laughs> anyway, continue. Well, yeah, no, they, they get like um, this horrible disease in their fingers from like all are the time. To- yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to Google that. That's oh, yeah. horrible. Yeah, no, just horrible stuff. That's horrible stuff so happens in the developing world. So bad. As yeah. I Enjoy your up. fast fashion. So I pick Cunts. up a piece of my cheese and yeah. keep eating it. I can't waste it now. No. But wow. Okay. Mind blown. So, yes. So, Syrah, she passes and is buried by her family in a local cemetery. Yeah. 
The morning after her funeral, some of her female relatives returned to her grave and were horrified to see that her gravesite had appeared to have caved in. Oh, dear. Mm. So when they took this body, they didn't do the old Indiana Jones, i got to supplant it for this. Well, we, 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 we don't know what's happening. All we know that, you know, people have come to a grave and it's, it's caved in. It's subsided. Yeah, maybe it Which was... Which does happen. Yeah, quicksand, you know. Or just as bodies decompose. Just in the last... It's, Twenty it's hours. The, it's the tropics. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. They don't know. They're like, oh, this is a bit odd. Yeah. So a relative raced home to alert Sarah's brother, and he and other family members all rushed to the gravesite. Okay. Like, oh, this is a bit. This is a bit odd. This is a bit iffy. Sarah's brother opened the grave. What? To ensure his sister still lay at rest. I guess they wanted to make sure that the sorcerer hadn't dragged her off. Fair. You know, like that's a bit of a, who who gets that job? Yeah. Who? That's a loving brother. Mm. Who's just like, I'm going to exhume my sister. Just, it's a day just after. Just to make sure that fucking Merlin hasn't just come along and fucking pilfered mm. her. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Just, oh. oh. Yeah, that's a lot of love. That's a lot of love. Yeah. Or she was a complete arse and he just wanted to make sure she was in there. <laughs> Better fucking still be under the ground. Like the Scottish with Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So he opened the grave, but when he did, he was absolutely horrified to discover that Cyrus' body was gone. Jesus Christ. The family called the local elders, who in turn called the local police to report the theft of the body. Call the police first is also my other suggestion here. Yeah. But Pakistan, probably the local religious elders have more sway than the cops, I should imagine. Mm. Well, police investigations first thought was the sorcerer. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine this episode of Cops. (laughs) Not just hassling some poor crack-addicted sex worker. Just like some poor man in a felt hat. Honestly, man, I'm clean. I'm clean, man. I'm clean. <laughs> Empty your bag. Yeah, God damn it. Corpse falls out. <laughs> Frogs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now say the alphabet backwards. Oh, piece of piss. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> uh, sorcerer could not be found. <laughs> Imagine getting a field sobriety test in a Muslim country. Just come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, just 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 make sure they don't ask you for the gay sobriety test. Oh. Ooh, everyone <laughs> heading to Qatar right now for the for the soccer. Good luck with that. Uh for anyone who's seen the movie Death Row Game Show, you'll know what we're talking about. Oh, the Lord. dance of the seven boners. <sighs> so they could not find the sorcerer. But police found out he had two known associates in town, the Ali brothers. Oh. Police, in the presence of the local elders, so yeah, they must have some sway, raided the Ali household mid-morning. The raid was led by police inspector, (laughs) I'm going to try and say this correctly, Fakar Bhatti. Yeah. Okay. Bhatti. Bhatti. Who describes... This is quickly degenerating into a 12th man record. 
My hat, my coat from the from the northern end. No, it's the it's the I've got it. I've got it. My natural instinct is just to be like. Here comes Graeme Lebroy. His name's Graham Max. <laughs> he describes what they found when they raided the Arley brothers' house. Okay. Arif was sleeping in his room. Yes, there will be no accents for this episode. Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag. I've, I'm already having to bleep out a chunk of the start. <laughs> Arif was sleeping in his room. His father and one of the sisters were there. Farman was absent. We searched the house and then asked for the key to Farman's room, which was locked. He didn't even have any women in the house. (laughs) Why is that locked? Yeah. (laughs) They were not prepared for the strength of the smell as the stench flooded out from the room. Oh, no. It was described as a mixture between old, stale cooking and dead, rotten flesh. Oh, man. Anyone who's been to a bachelor pad will know that smell. Oh. (laughs) All kinds of mould that have not been discovered as yet. I watched a comedian friend of mine do a live stream of him cooking a steak yesterday and he unironically mashed potatoes with a knife sharpener because he couldn't find his potato masher. Oh, my God. That's what happens when bachelors are left alone too long. I don't... I I honestly, like, I don't understand how any single straight man ever gets laid by a female. This is why they're all so keen to come back to your house because the second you walk into their house, you're like... A, I'm not a charity. B, I'm not your mother. <laughs> C, I, I, is that a dead dog? <laughs> what, don't most people have a ping pong table in their bedroom? <laughs> no, it's usually like car parts and like random like nameplates <laughs> from cars. And You are literally describing my house up until the age of 26. There we go. <laughs> most of a hammy in the lounge room. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just t-shirt on the floor of the bathroom that's gone mouldy. Oh. Uh, a lot of protein in that shit. <laughs> Seriously, single men are so disgusting. So fucking disgusting. Like, I don't want to be sexist, but single fucking men are the dirtiest fucking... It's like they're all trying to do a sorcerer spell. <laughs> Must remain unclean. <laughs> all right. Fuck. Playing with your wand. I once, okay, oh my God. Okay, I once was going, and I found out this after I'd been going out with him. Okay. Because if he had disclosed this, like on the first date, yeah. every red flag, I would have run out of flags. I would have had to gone out to the car to get more flags to like put around him. Yeah. He was describing the story of how he rented a flat yeah. and it was above a fish and chip shop. Okay. And all he ate for a year was hot chips from the chip shop down store or two-minute noodles. A lot of nutrition in those things. His body broke out in boils. Oh, my God. Giant boils and he had to be, like, raced, like, to the hospital um, when one sort of... Oh because he'd had them for a while and they were like growing and like a man, we're fine. As he's dragging his limpy 
ass around oh the my house. God. Yeah, and uh, and they were like, oh, yeah, no, that's right, that's not right. We should take you to a doctor. And so then basically, yeah, had to have all this like treatment because he had like no vitamins. He was deficient in everything and had to go on to this like treatment plan. Oh, my God. And you're like, oh, my God, was this like, were you like McCulkey calling? Like, were you like five or something? You were like left alone or something? Yeah. It was two years before like our date. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Wow. He was in his 30s. Your standards were low. Yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. I once hooked up with the female equivalent of that. No. Yeah. This is a terrible, gross story. Oh. We're talking about knickers turned inside out, aren't we? Worse. So, Ah! Okay. Just trigger warning for anyone who's eating now is not the time. So, Put your cashews down. We've gone back to my place mm. and fun has been had. Um, protection was not used. Oh. Okay. Fun, everything was all good. Mm. Clean, up, clean up was done in the dark. Okay. Oh, God. Next day I've got mm. up. It's like, oh, I'll go get us some coffees from the petrol station. Mm. I've put on my shirt and I've gone down to the service station. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is everyone giving me such a massive wide berth in this petrol station while I wait for coffees? Oh, God. And I get back yeah. and I, I take my shirt off and I look at it and I hold it up in front of me and the entire back of it is just this raw shack of jizz and pussy juice because <laughs> she's just cleaned herself up with my fucking shirt. No! Yeah. No! Yeah. No! No! Yeah. It was fucking rank. No! Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> no. No. It looked like my parents arguing. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> I know. It was bad. Oh, my God. I can't even. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Oh. That girl's dirty. Oh my, oh, my God. I once went out this guy who was so offended by the fact that, like, whenever, like, you know, we do the deed. Yeah. Okay. So it was like, oh, you know, it, it's done, whatever. You know, have a couple of, se- you know, yeah. feeling and come back to everybody's legs. Um, <laughs> you know, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, that was great. Yeah, yeah, sure, that was great. And then I would get up and go have, like, a shower straight yeah, away. Absolutely. Like, yeah. like, straight away. He was – he would get so offended by that. Like, oh, my God. It's like you're just like, oh, my God. Like, do I disgust you that much? And you're like, oh, so insecure. Let me let me just – okay, let me – I'm just going to put a bathrobe and then I'm just going to wind to this red flag up. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to put this straight up to, like, the pole. Yeah. But, like, I don't want stuff, like, leaking, like – dribbling down your butt. No. I can't get to sleep while that's happening. No, it's disgusting. I want to be clean and fresh. Yeah. And then if you're ready for a round two, everyone's clean and fresh and you're good to go. Yeah. Not, not all, ooh, no, hang on, me butt's a bit dribbly. There's nothing worse than falling asleep in that and then waking up the next morning, rolling out of bed and like... It, it's, it's like the shining it's waves. Not, not just that, like you feel like that lost piece of charcuterie that is stuck to... A piece of wax paper as things peel off that shouldn't stick to things. And yeah, no. no. It's not good. It's not It's not attractive. It's not. Fuck, yeah. Fuck we got off reservation just there. Oh, my God. I tell you. But, oh, you can go off reservation. Just wash yourself afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> so the smell of old stale cooking and dead rotting flesh floods their nostrils. Yep. And day on come. Um, <laughs> Inspector Butty describes the scene. Quote, in the middle of the room, I saw a cooking pot. Oh, no. Which was half full of meat curry. Nearby was a wooden board, a butcher's axe, and a large cutting knife. Mm. Bits of fat <sighs> clung to the board and the blade of the axe. Axe? Axe. 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 Who cooks with a fucking axe? Fucking single men. Yeah, they really do. Ah. <laughs> I bet you that's a YouTube channel. Oh my god! I Cooking told... outdoors with fire and an axe. Fucking Tim Ralston. He would have been in there with his fucking crubble. <laughs> Welcome to Cooking Outdoors with Fire and an Axe. Uh, my name's Jim. My wife still won't speak to me. Never get to see my kids. What a fucking system. <laughs> oh, so fat is clinging to the board and the blade of the axe. Jesus. And just imagine this is in like a Pakistani summer. Yeah. Mm, very, mm. very humid. Yummy. Mm. The discarded tools and the bits of fat mm. had attracted ants. Oh. And the trail of ants went from the chopping board across the room and under the bed. Oh, no. And Sponster Buddy says, we followed the ants. There was a couple of sacks of fertilizer under the bed. Oh, what? We pulled them out. And behind them, in a gunny bag, we found the body. Oh, my God. So either he'd been making love to the fertilizer or the fertilizer was there to try to, you know, cover up the smell of the, the rotting girl. Oh. Inspector Barty could not believe what was in the sack. Quote, It still gives me the creeps. They had chopped off one of her legs below the knee and the other one near the shin. The rest of the body was intact. The curry was made from those missing parts of the body. We got it analysed at a laboratory in Multan. Oh, it's like a bad Spike Milligan Q sketch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Put it in the curry. And who starts with the foot? <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, you ever had a good goat curry? No. Yeah. Oh, no, you wouldn't if you're vegan. Yeah. Yeah, no, you often use the joints. It just seems weird. Wouldn't you start with like a butt or a boob? You'd think so. You know? Like not only that, like I don't want to be picky. Like I don't want to be that guy. But if you're going to dig someone up from the cemetery, do you really dig up someone who's died from cancer? Oh, that's pretty gross. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a bit... mm, That's that's mutton. mm, Yeah. Yeah. You know, someone who, I don't know, fell into a... Pit of marshmallows or something. Like, yeah, mm. or maybe into a large vat of garlic. You know, ooh, or one of those smoky houses. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Not someone who's had fucking... A long battle yeah, with, with terminal throat cancer. And, yeah, that's just... No. Nah. Very chewy. The other brother was found and was also taken into custody by the police. 
During the police interrogation, the brothers revealed that over the last two years... What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, no. Over A... Oh, my God. All I can hear is just so good, but shut the fuck up. (laughs) You have nothing to say. (laughs) They didn't call Sol. Oh, dear. So they confessed that over the last two years, they had, in fact, dug up an additional several bodies... Which they had chopped up and consumed in the same manner. Which tends to suggest that they know what they're doing and the feet are good. (laughs) Through, I guess, yeah, trial and error. Yum. Mm. Um, I just just don't... It's like when I see people eat chicken feet. It just creeps me out. Oh, ugh, No. And just or just well, it's the same as when people get a, like a fish. They're they've ordered fish and the fish comes to the plate still with its head. Yeah. Or the pig. Uh, or this like it's looking at you. Anyway, um, so they had uh, chopped up uh, several bodies, which they had also consumed. Okay. They also revealed. <laughs> you look so worried right now. Oh. They also revealed that when there were no bodies to dig up, the brothers had been murdering the village dogs and eating them as well. Oh, my dudes. That's, you're doing nothing for racial stereotypes. That's just, just don't, oh. don't, poor little doggies. Dogs? Let their neighbours dogs, you know, people just like... Oh. It's been like, oh, someone's, you know, it's been killed on the road or someone's stolen it or it's been bitten by a snake. Yeah, no, these fuckers were hunting the dogs. Oh, that's fucking... They probably dogs knew them, so they would have walked up like, hello. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, it's not true. Actually, we should do an episode on it. They have done, uh, they've done, someone's done a study and they say that it proves that dogs can sense uh, the difference between a good person and a bad person. Really? Yeah. Well, it makes sense because they can figure out which one wants to eat them. <laughs> yeah. Anyone with their dick out. Bad, bad. Stranger danger, mum. Stranger danger. But I do love peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. Run, Fido, run. <laughs> Quickly can run. No, no peanut run. butter is worth it. <laughs> Trust me, I've been there. No peanut butter oh, is worth it. Oh, God, wasn't the, wasn't the guy from the fucking gig, was it? <laughs> no. His red flag became a sticky brown stump. Oh, I'm not. That's what you get for giving me caffeine-free Coke. What? I'm just saying. One of us might have dressed up as Doctor Who, but that's another story. What, for the sex? Anyway, so. (laughs) The brother's sister. The brother's Uh, sister was found uh, dead. I'm going to get inside you like a TARDIS. Oh, it's big in here, isn't it? (laughs) You know what this situation needs? The sonic screwdriver. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And you still have Tom Baker's canine, the (laughs) robot dog. I like peanut butter. 
Don't you sully the reputation of K9. Don't you dare. I love K9. Oh my God, K9 was the best. Yeah, absolutely. With that oh. laser that used to come out of its nose at a really obtuse angle. Oh my God, yes, the little tail. Oh my God, the little tartan collar. Yeah. Uh, Tom Baker, I'm going to say it, and I know this is going to make a lot of people angry. Yeah. Okay. Hands down for me personally, best Doctor Who ever is Tom Baker. Yeah. I know a lot of people get angry and think it's David Tennant. I think David Tennant is the second best Doctor. For me, it's John Pertwee. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, John Pertwee is third on my list. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. A a camp as hell carry on Doctor. The rings, the cravat. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I still remember he had an episode where he fought maggots in a mine. Yeah. You don't get that kind of quality entertainment anymore, do you? You don't. You're not anymore. Um, have you heard Doctor Who has been sold to Disney? It has. <laughs> For our American listeners who've never watched any Doctor Who, I can recommend thoroughly the Tom Baker trilogy, The Brain of Morbius. Oh, yes. That was great. Yes. Oh, and if you're a bit of a perv, um, make sure that you get any of the episodes that where Leela is Tom Baker's assistant. Oh, yes. She... W- <clears throat> he... he they rescued each other from her land is, shall we say, a primitive fighting, mm. very warm planet. Imagine a British Xena. Mm. Yeah. But with less clothing. I'd steal her body in a hot Karachi summer. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't eat the feet. That proves you've been doing it wrong all these years. <laughs> Oh, my God. I think you're just going to have to go home and give Lou a surprise and be like, look, I've just learnt something. Apparently, I've been doing it wrong. We should have been doing the feet. I once dated a guy who had a foot fetish, but anyway. Give my regards to Mr. Tarantino. <laughs> she was very lovely. Sorry, was very Fuck, lovely. there's worse things to be obsessed by. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Just in hindsight, you're yeah. like, oh, I don't know why I broke up with him. I mean, he was a nut job, but... yeah. Oh my god, the foot massages! Yeah, on, on your bir- on his birthday, he's not trying to stick it anywhere fucking nasty. Oh my! Well, if you if you call like the soles of both of your feet, like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god! But anyway, yeah. I wonder what that guy's doing. Mm. Feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! Actually, I once went out with an Englishman. I w- if I knew then what I knew now, I would never have dumped him. I was like 18. I didn't know any better. Anyway. I don't know. I think he farted or something. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, he was a real mothman. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't realize till later just how good of a mothman he was. Oh. Yeah. I was young. I was inexperienced. There you go. If I knew then what I knew now. Right. Fuck. You get an you experienced British colonialist. <laughs> He's used to invading the Antipodes. <laughs> Oh, he invaded my antipodes, I tell you. Oh, my God. Woo! The Falklands would have gone different. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Did he shoot any puffins? <laughs> oh, my God. I saw so many puffins. Oh, my God. Oh, I swear. I, like, I actually almost blacked out once. Oh, right. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, where was I? Okay. So, they just eaten some people and some dogs. Shout out to Liz's grandkids who are listening to this in the year 2034. <laughs> if I haven't eaten you all. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. So, yeah, sorry. So, they, 
They'd eaten other people in the cemetery. They'd eaten all the dogs in the area. Uh, the brother's sister was found dead from drowning in a nearby canal two days after the brothers were arrested. Now, there wasn't there wasn't any formal investigation. It was put down as she drowned and she was mentally disabled. So they're like, okay, it could have genuinely been an accident, but it might have also yeah. not. Yeah. But Pakistani police faced a problem. They had the evidence. Yep. Certainly had the evidence. Mm-hmm. And they had the confessions. But technically, technically, always in the fine print, yeah. there was no actual law against cannibalism in Pakistan. <sighs> and we, we found this, this was the same thing in Germany. Um, with Armin Muse, they were like, well, technically, there is no law against cannibalism. In Australia, technically, there's no law against cannibalism. Most countries don't have a law against cannibalism, you know. And again, I guess, it, you know, it all comes back from the days, you know, the maritime people have, yeah, you know, uh, they'd eat a cabin boy and then they'd eat the cabin boy's feet to stay alive. Um, soccer teams. Remember, eat the fat. Because your body can't metabolize the muscle properly without the fat. Oh, there you go. So you can't just be like, oh, watch my waistline. No, you can't just go for the lean meat. You've got to eat the fat. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I knew that you're not. See, I can tell you that and give you that advice now because there's no laws technically against cannibalism. Exactly. I know you're not supposed to eat, like, you know, like. Brains, kidneys. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, because there was like all those dudes in New Guinea that got those um, Mm. diseases because they were eating brains. Mm, mm, mm. Um,. So, yeah, so there's no actual law against it. Yeah. So the brothers were charged with desecrating graves and a host of smaller charges. Yeah, and I'm guessing Pakistan has probably got some pretty decent penalties. Mm -hmm. Well, the brothers were not examined by a psychiatrist at the time. Even their own defence lawyer stated, quote, They are not insane. They are just fools. (laughs) That's your defense lawyer. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Taking that American public defender <laughs> attitude. Even like your own defense lawyer is like, they're dicks. Yeah, but you can kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like a place like Pakistan, like where assassinations happen pretty regularly. Yeah. You're not, you don't want to be the guy who's like defending the cannibals. Yeah. Who like eaten up a beloved sister, you yeah. know? Oh, and has like eaten their way through an entire village's population of dogs. Yeah. All the dog rescue people are going to be, oh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to get on the bad side. You'll never get to a fundraiser again. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon sometimes it's just fucking sorry, dude. You're fucking hanging out to dry. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I just. <laughs> And while I was like researching this, I've got a t-shirt. It just says, all I want to do is drink wine and rescue dogs. Yeah. Rescue, not eat. Okay. <laughs> Don't eat the dogs. And when people say they want to get all the dogs off the streets, this is not what they mean. <laughs> this is not a viable option. No, you're talking about pets. Exactly. Oh, Lord. So the brothers were sentenced... Oh, unfortunately, to the maximum of what they could get for the charges that legally they could apply, they were sentenced to two years in prison 
in April of 2011 and were released in June 2013. To a warm welcome. The brothers' release, after having served only two years, caused outrage all across Pakistan. Not surprisingly. Not the least of which was in their hometown. No. The protests at their release actually ended in a riot with protesters blocking off a main highway, setting fires, to, uh, setting fire to tyres in protest and blocking the highway for several hours. It's really awkward in a Muslim country when you go to prison that you can't find Islam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both of the brothers were taken back into police custody and whisked away to a secret location. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shit was going to get real. Shit was going to get very, very real. real. <laughs> in August of 2013, yeah. a reporter for the BBC went in search of the brothers. Travelling back to the brothers' home village area, the reporter found the brothers' uncle, Wally Dean. Sounds like a Disney character. It does. He found him in a house near the brothers. The uncle was not thrilled by the reporter's arrival, saying, interview the corpse eaters. They didn't eat corpses. They are just victims of the neighbour's jealousy. Holy fuck. I presume this was the neighbour they were riding in backwards (laughs) against. But you know what? The two brothers were like smelly, unwashed, hadn't washed in two years. Their Their own wives had fucked off and left them like with the kids. What is there to be jealous about? Yeah, and they had a cot. They had a fucking pot full of zombie fucking corpse curry. Yeah, like they're <laughs> and he's just called them the corpse eaters. Yeah, they're not living. They get your own fucking uncle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are not living the dream. That is some serious Karen behaviour. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, not living the dream. And also, yeah, oh, it's all the neighbours' fault. Yeah. Not only are the neighbours like they can never sleep again, but like also their dogs missing. <laughs> The reporter goes to the brother's house of infamy, which now looks to the outside like it's abandoned. Yeah. So I think the place was also trashed at the time. There the reporter finds the youngest of the brothers, Arif Ali, laying on a bed in the courtyard. He is startled to see someone. Arif is nervous and expresses that he is afraid he may be killed by someone at any time. Damn. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. There's a good reason for having that fear. Yeah. I'm just going to call it. Yeah. You're a douche. Uh, When asked if he is likely to fall back into his unusual takeout and takeaways, he tells the reporter that, quote, it will not happen again. Everything will be all right, God willing. <laughs> as long as God stops me from eating corpses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God takes his foot off the gas. Well. Sorry, I can't guarantee I won't eat a corpse. Yeah, I don't know. God can be fickle if he changes his mind. So the brothers kept out of the sight of the public. They hid away. Yeah. This is in 2013. That was... Until April of 2014, almost three years to the day of the brothers' original arrest. And remember, two of those years were spent 
in prison. Yes. They should have sent them to the fucking pound. Locked up in a cell. Just dogs pissing on them every day. Don't give them access to dogs. (laughs) No, chain them up like the bad dogs. Okay, yeah. Yeah. When nearby residents to the rundown brother's house complained of the smell of rotting flesh coming from the property. Police went to the home and found a reef at the home. What they also discovered was the head of a small child. Oh, get fucked. A reef was immediately taken into custody. In interrogation, he claimed that his brother Ali was the one responsible for stealing the body of the child from a graveyard in Dara Khan village, approximately 100 kilometers away from their village. So they're outsourcing this time. Ali brought the body of the child home and then he and his brother had cooked the flesh as before. Fucking hell. Police located the second brother Ali the following day. And also arrested him. Yep. But the police again found themselves in the the difficult position that since their original arrest, no one had made any laws against cannibalism. Yep. So the brothers were charged for desecrating a human body, but this time they were also charged under new anti-terrorism laws. Ah. Um, so there was a law against spreading fear. So they were charged for spreading fear and damaging property. I feel like this is this is kind of like the Al Capone tax evasion thing. Yeah, it's kind of I'm reading it and I'm like, this is really like quite a stretch yeah. for a charge. But who the fuck is going to bat? Yeah. Against this, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I can't see Amnesty International yeah. <laughs> starting up for just the just the price of coffee. You can keep the corpse eaters out of jail. <laughs> now they're doing it the other way. <laughs> we'll find a way to charge them with tax evasion. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that axe. Do you have a receipt? Oh lord. So, yes, <laughs> charged under anti-terrorism laws. This time, the brothers were each sentenced to 12 years in prison, which means they could be back on the streets of Pakistan in 2026. They're still alive? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And, oh, my God, okay, so... Do you, do you want to do you want to see something? Okay. Oh God, you haven't got photos of this shit, have you? No, not of like I'm oh. not I'm not going to like. Present- I made the mistake of looking at the Dharma pictures the other day. Oh uh, God! No, no, no. Okay, so they did all this because they fell under the you know the power of the sorcerer. Yes. Who had basically promised them that if they went completely just dirty, filthy, never showered, and just ate dead people and dead dogs. Okay. Yeah. That they would give them mighty power. I have some before and after photos. Okay. Okay. Of like before they started that lifestyle. Yeah. And when they were arrested. Okay. okay so how 
how their powerful lifestyle. So that they were arrested at their peak of power. Yeah. So you can judge how much the power has worked for them. Okay. I'm guessing this is not going to be like Roger Ramjet where they just chow down on a foot and then. Okay, so this is the first picture of uh, Ari Ali. This is before they became cannibals. Okay. Okay, so here he is. Look at that head of hair. Yeah, what? Well, he's not a bad looking dude. It's and it's a magnificent head of hair. Like it it's is. it's bouncy, it's lush. Man, Pakistani men are blessed when it comes to hair. <laughs> Imran I can still remember seeing Imran Khan yeah. run in for that legendary fastball. Yeah, like that guy could be a hair model. Yeah. Like that should be on the cover or it should be in Pantene commercials. It, it actually looks a little bit like Johnny Depp. Well, let's not get carried away. Well, a little bit. No. Anyway. No. I'm not gushing for this guy. I'm just saying. You think that looks like Johnny Depp? A little bit. Got a bit of 21 Jump Street about him. It's a bouffant. The boys must have loved you drunk. Anyway. <laughs> so here we have a picture okay. of... Hang on, because I don't want you to see like the after picture later. Okay, so here I have a picture of the two brothers after their first arrest. Okay. Okay. And I believe... There we go. Have a look. Okay, yeah, they've been in the sun. <laughs> yeah, okay, they're, they're not looking great. Yeah, they definitely, you know, lost the beautiful mane of hair. They're clearly cooking for themselves now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Their wives are gone, they're cooking for themselves. And, okay, so here's, okay, so they're, like, there's the first picture. Yep. Okay, that's the in the middle picture. Okay, yep. Here is the picture, the the picture when they were arrested the second time. I've just got of the one brother, but I think this. Oh, and if you undo that other one, there he is. Oh, that's another picture of him. How would you, how would you describe him now? How's the hair going? How is the hair going? Okay, um, the hair has become what can only be described as one of those bronze casts of a kind of. Uh, like a like a, a topographical globe, <laughs> and currently it's like watching Pangea, Pangea separate and spread around the world. It's a very solid lump. Is that even hair, or has he just got a growth? It, it could be a dog, a, a souvenir. He's stuck a dog's tail to his head. It's yeah. It's just all of his beautiful hair has just gone, except for these few random, like just. Yeah. Weird little islands of... When, when they talk about male pattern baldness, they really didn't mean, like, fucking fractals. Yeah. Like, it is... looks like... It, it's one of those photos where, it's, you know, it's like people who went out to, like, watch, you know, the Chernobyl explosion, yeah. not having any idea what would happen, and then, like, six months later... His male pattern baldness is lava lamp. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, all I can say is uh, there's not a lot of nutrition in the corpses. Yeah, or dogs. No. So what the, what the fuck? I mean, that, that is truly the paleo diet, and it does not work. <laughs> yeah, seriously, get some fucking vegetables in you, yeah. man. Don't don't listen to anybody. Just eat a goddamn vegetable. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, it turns out eating eating. Dead people and dogs, you'd not recommend it for good, you know? I hate to sound like the whitest person in the room, but imagine living in Pakistan mm. and not eating all the awesome food they've got and turning to dogs and fucking human flesh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can understand it if you lived in, like, Watford. <laughs> Beans again? <laughs> I mean, Mrs. Drysdale from up the road. <laughs> then, yeah, yeah, totally, you yeah. know, totally... Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's fair to say that a life of cannibalism, sorcery and devil magic um, did not turn out well for them. No. Also, how do you get arrested? Okay, you get arrested and you get sentenced. You, I mean, you essentially win like the crime lottery. Yeah. And you only have to do two years in prison. For, like, mass consumption of multiple people, murdering of dogs, okay? Just being a dirty corpse eater. And that's his (laughs) uncle. His uncle called them corpse eaters. So nobody can say anything. No one can sue us. His own uncle said it. Yeah. How can you win? How do you... And, like, everyone is, like, burning Pakistan down. They're so angry. They want to kill you. Why don't you be like, you know what? I'm just... uh, Wow, I've won the lottery. I'm going to turn this shit around. How do you? How? How? It's the same thing Dharma did. He got away with this shit for so long because, you know, the the application of the law never really caught up with him. And, and like, you know, the police didn't listen to black people. Yeah, but, like, they got caught once. He got caught once. But he got caught doing a bunch of other shit, like that poor little fucking Loatian boy that... He literally drilled holes in the kid's head and the cop sent him back inside thinking he was his lover. Oh, yeah. I, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, oh. oh, God. But just, I, you should just take your gift and be like, oh, oh, win. And then be like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, this, this powerful life is not, I'm dirty, I'm single, I smell like burnt dog, this shit's not working for me. Turn your life around, mate. You are literally describing incels <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Every every incel in America, okay? Yeah. Stop cutting off your dick to get ready to throw at me and blame me. It's not my fault. It's your fucking dog. Yeah. Okay, it's your dog. It's your fucking fault. Leave the dogs alone. Eat a fucking vegetable. Be nice to women. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, they're out for, like, less than a year. Yeah. And they're at it again. Digging up children. Oh. Yeah, there's... What's a snack, I guess. There's really... Oh, God. <laughs> you're not yourself when you're hungry. It's like a fucking cannibal... Quick, snick- you can't get yourself a Cannibal snack. Snickers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say it. You said it. Oh, my God. So, yeah, everybody... I guess that's another reason to, like, look out for your fur-legged friends, you know? Yeah, or cremate your loved ones, mm. maybe. Just or just keep an eye on them, yeah. or work out if it caves in, who's going to be the one to. Yeah. Do you reckon you could air task that, like air tasker? Just be like, oh, and look, we'll dig it up, but I need someone to just. I want you to just just open up my sister's like coffin. Just check she's still in there. Check she's still in there. Yeah, but you're doing that in Pakistan probably to someone else from Airtasker who's based in Pakistan. <laughs> we are going to get so many emails. What's well, true? That we're talking about the exploitation of cheap labour. That's all Airtasker is. Oh, oh my God. Exploitation of cheap labour sounds like my sex life in my 20s. But anyway. Migrant labour. He was British. <laughs> Realmothman at gmail.com And if you are... Liz is missing Mothman. 
Oh, from England. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I'm getting dizzy just thinking about it. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? I certainly didn't know. I know. You know what? I think all those years of shit food, he was probably just so excited to have something good in his mouth for (laughs) once. I'm sure I saw a survey once that showed that Australian men are like amongst the worst in bed in the world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, considering just off the top of my head, like all of the greatest like sexual experiences of my life have been with people who were visiting Australia. He was not a nine eleven fireman. He was just a guy who put on an accent. He was a he was a New York fireman. Shut up! I'm a patriot. Uh, well, it's not even your country. Uh, I know that's how deeply affected. Yeah, I was. you're fucking the Liz. You're the fucking Dick Cheney of fucking blowjobs. <laughs> You intervened in a global conflict. You had no fucking... You and your Halliburton dick sucking. <laughs> hey, man, I'm all about the world peace. I am all about the world peace. Don't shut up. Some Iraqis going to throw their shoes at you. <laughs> at Real Mothman. Real Mothman at gmail.com. Hit us up with your ideas, inspirational quotes, uh, any yeah. stories you want to do. Or, uh, yeah, give us, a, give us a holler. And remember, John's doing a live show on... December 19th at the Rhino Room downstairs. Tickets are only $10 or $11.60 once that bullshit fucking booking fee goes in. And that's on Eventbrite? It's on Eventbrite. Excellent. So book your airfares, fly over <laughs> Texas, get a, get a cheap deal. We're a bit floody at the moment, so you'll probably get a good deal. Yeah. Um, and just remember, real mothmen fly in from overseas and eat the carpet. And as this story shown us, there is no no in necrophilia. No, I think there is. Well, I think the there's village, just no law. The village clearly said there is. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Good old Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>